I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Kia ora everyone. Welcome back to your bona fide favorite pop culture podcast as always or as per the last two weeks you're joined by a hungover lucy on the mic and an ancient old hawk <laughs> over across from me bell how the hell are you never just not thriving on aging me the fuck out of this world <laughs> bell just like reached into her bag grabbed out her glasses and went my eyesight's going. I'm an aging old hawk. Her last name's Hawkins, so that's where the hawk comes from. We've got a very special episode for you all today, though. We Our do. last episode for the year. I know. It's crazy. I know. It's like... It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so, like, boomer, like whatever, to be like crazy how time is flying this year, but I'm getting really existential about it, shock, because... What? Because where did the year go? And also because like our task for today's episode is basically wrapping up the pop culture moments of the year, giving yeah. out some awards, and then also we tasked each other with, one, telling instead of what describes our week, what describes our year, and also picking like the best thing that we've consumed all year. So it feels quite existential because we were sort of forced within the last few hours, which is when we set ourselves these challenges, <laughs> Not to break the fourth wall, to like go back through our year, which I think there's a lot that I missed out and forgot, but I would love to know what describes your year. Ruby can cut this while I'm just thinking about it. Oh, have you not? <laughs> I was thinking I thought you were about, about to read a letter. <laughs> Ruby can cut this if it's cringe, but I've written a soliloquy. <laughs> What's a soliloquy? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you were gearing up to do, you fucking... Sorry, I was trying to find my notes. I love that. It's so funny. <laughs> okay, Luce, I think you have to go first. <laughs> well, I haven't really given this that much thought, but on the way here, I weirdly started thinking about the song Six Months in a Leaky Boat. Uh, okay, this is when you know you're thinking about Aotearoa, when you start yes. playing Dave Dobbin, Tim, Tim, Tim Finn, Bick Ronger, It's My Go-To Album. And is this song on that? Yep, they Six. do a live cover. It's oh, incredible. Okay. You're sort of back in a Mori FM winery concert just like that. Oh, I sort of need to listen to that then. Yeah, well, Six Months in a Leaky Boat is um, what describes my year. It, I, it was going to be um, – it was the year of realising things, which was what Kylie Jenner said was like <laughs> 2019 or 2020's like what described her year, which also kind of works for me. Six months in a leaky boat because Belle and I have both just been sitting here like talking about how we feel like we have maybe one brain cell left. To rub together. Yeah. yeah. Which, and hope that a fire burns from it. <laughs> Which sounds super emo and it's like really funny to say that to an audience where you're like, listen along, this is going to be a good app. 
But look, we live on being honest with you. And I just feel like everyone I'm speaking to at the moment is like, I just like, I need to lie down in a cold room with a lavender face towel over my eyes and my phone broken. I feel like six months on a leaky boat and in that boat is my phone and it's been water damaged. (gasps) And that's my dream. And that's a pleasure. That is a pleasure. What's the boat in this metaphor? Me. Okay. I've got holes all through me and I'm just like... The water's filling me up and I'm sinking down. Is there like um, a positive like spin that we could end that metaphor on? Yeah. I think this song got banned in a few countries. What? So at least I'm edgy. No, yeah. you are edgy. I guess you are my edgy friend. <laughs> Fuck off. The song was removed from many radio playlists in the United Kingdom, including the BBC, since it was considered that references to leaky boats were inappropriate during the naval action in the war. Oh, as Sorry, I live and split breathe. Ends. As I live and breathe. God, I just always learn with you. And I've got split ends. So, look, it's there's too many ways that this works. Hey, wow, I did notice that today on you. That I've got split ends? Yeah. <laughs> you bitch. I could give you a quick sort of lockdown cut. Shut put up. A, put your raincoat on in the apartment. And... Are we going to start talking about hair on this podcast? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, okay, my – oh, actually, that's a great segue into mine. What's yours? Having a fucking terrible haircut. Is what describes your year. Hear me out. And this is, okay, it sounds like we've both had emo years. I've had a really huge year. But um, I got a terrible haircut in April, like so short, like a Karen. I wasn't looking. (laughs) I was on slack. She said she looks like a hedgehog. (laughs) She said she looked like a hedgehog. No, bro, it was so bad. None of us got to see it. I lived alone at that point. Of, t- of time in my life and I couldn't even wear it out alone at home because I'd just sit in a reflection and be like, ah! <laughs> and the like, key outtake here is not to go to the hairdresser on your work lunch break in an extremely stressful, like in the middle of extremely stressful project. Um, well, well, let me tell you. And it's just become this like metaphor. So that happened in I say, April, May. And so like growing it out has taken so long it's like a war diary, like day, day. 17, still sad. Still hedgehog. <laughs> um, and so my life has gotten better as my hair has grown back. And um, personal growth, you know, growing out, yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah. Real coming of age tale, this one, this I, part. I, yeah, we've got a leaky boat and we've got. A bad haircut that's turned into from a hedgehog to what I wouldn't say Rapunzel because it's still lifeless as fuck. From a hedgehog to ancient hawk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Anyway, let's also start with the best thing that you've consumed all year, or your favorite thing, things. Yeah. TV, movies, book, music, whatever. Yeah. Hit me. I will start. Okay, let's just like lean into the unhingiano of all of this. Okay. Um, I just, I know this is really obvious, but succession to me fucked me up this yep. year in the best way. Yep. I just think a show about basically nothing set in grayscale, unkind of stylish office, New York. We've seen all of it all before, but we haven't to captivate so many people with script writing that incredible. I was about to say. It was the writing and it was the cast. Yeah. I just you it just absolutely flawless. I can't believe that was this year. I know. 
And, you know, I've just lost all sense of time. I think part of, like, moving halfway around the world does it to me. But I only remember that in conjunction with, like, random things that happened to my friends. I'd be like, oh, I remember and we were watching it in so-and-so's lounge and they were wearing that hoodie, which we bought at, oh, my God, that was this year. Yeah. (laughs) It's Honestly, doing this, prepping for this podcast Mm. made me be like, did all of that happen this year? Yeah, time. Crazy. Time, crazy, And we'll be boring. going deep in on time next podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Everything's the same, but I just, like, ran my own agenda into these. And, like, <laughs> we'll be talking about time and unsolicited rules for life. Yeah. How does the earth really spin? <laughs> Find out next week. On Culture Vulture. <laughs> So for me, Succession was a total standout. And it's funny because it's not like a relaxing show. And often I'd watch an episode and be like, I didn't even enjoy that, but I can't take my eyes off it. Like I can't stop thinking about it. And Like watching a train crash. Is that what they say? You like can't stop, you can't look away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that was my big highlight. What about you? Okay, I feel like I haven't, I didn't do a big enough like, search through everything I'd consumed this year so I feel like mine's kind of a cop-out but honestly every single book we did for our book club this year has been the best thing and the most meaningful things I've consumed I've obviously watched fucking listened to read dreamt I like have consumed so much shit this year but I think our book club books were just yeah that's really cute. on the money this year not to like make this all about us and the bookies our second favorite people mm-hmm. aside from each other mm-hmm. um but you're so right and like this year was also a year of getting back into reading and words yeah. thank fuck because we've got to write a bloody book that's coming out next year <laughs> in case you <laughs> we've got to write a book that's coming out in July next year <laughs> and we're in a band but we'll get to that later <laughs> And we've got to write a book that's coming out next year. <laughs> but you're right. You're so right. And I just think it's funny being very deep into the book writing and, and sort of philosophically analysing our relationship with the internet and all the different aspects of our lives, particularly as young women. The like biggest things that we keep coming back to is time spent offline, which is so ironic given the company <laughs> that we keep. And books have been so just like that for me untraining my like brain rot yeah on tiktok yeah and having something tangible and taking it with me everywhere and it's also something you do when you travel like in new zealand i didn't take a book with me everywhere because i was only going between work and home and it was like i didn't need there was no time there was no like in between mm. time so i need to carry it with me because i was like oh well, i'll be home mm. and then i can read my book but when you're someone new there's so much time that you're just like, oh, I could be at a train station or I could be on my own in another cafe or fucking <laughs> kiosk. So I better like have a book so that I don't – and I don't have Wi-Fi. So like you just – yeah, it's good. It sort of throws you back into – Maybe 2024 will be the year of analog. Yeah, I feel like that's the goal. Going yeah. completely offline. It's probably not doable for me no, yet. No, or me. But more, okay, more time analog. More time analog, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, riddle okay, me that. Man. That's the podcast. <laughs> That's the podcast. And fuck all these awards we were going to give out. No, okay, we have, um, well, Ruby, I should say, has devised us a list of Culture Vulture Awards. We're going to be giving out, think of it 
like the Oscars, everyone. <laughs> and we are in gowns. And we are in gowns. Luckily, you can't see us because you'd all be really jealous of our gowns. <laughs> but I've spent ages doing a smoky eye. <laughs> And now here we are at the Oscars. So we're just going to run through some categories that hopefully would will jog your memory of some of the things we've talked about on Culture Culture or some of the things that went on this year in pop culture. And then Belle and I are both going to pick our favourite one to award if we've remembered to do that. And if not, we're just going to read through some. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, so our first section, biggest pop culture moments. I am just going to run us through some mm. um, of our big pop culture moments this year to jog all your memories. Uh, first one, the Barbie movie. Huge, undeniable, really sort of catapulted us into a girlhood era. Totally did. And Belle I hasn't seen it. <gasps> and Belle hasn't seen it. Belle has seen How Oppenheimer <laughs> and not... Barbie, sorry, I have a psycho as a co-host. She's wearing pink and she doesn't even deserve to be. (laughs) Moving right along, maybe she's seen this, probably not. The Beckham documentary. I'm sorry, I'm just going to let you read these out now. We've got the Beckham documentary where David Beckham calls out Posh Spice who says she had a very normal upbringing but got taken to school in a Rolls Royce or something. We have the Britney Spears book. That was a big pop culture moment. I must admit I haven't actually read that. We have the Eras Tour, which I went to with Ruby in New York City. And actually, I can't believe that was this year. I cannot believe that was this year. Um, Big pop culture moments. The Hollywood actors and writers fighting for their rights to get better deals. Huge fucking moment for pop culture and the future of it this year. Harry Styles shaving his head. No more to be said on that. Northwest's TikTok account with Kim. Okay, I don't even know if this was this year, but I just put it in there because it's unhinged. It's so loose. It's so Sorry, I know I said I'd be silent for you yeah, to no, read out the nominees. The no, but I don't want you to be silent. That's not the point of a podcast. I talk all you want. I feel silenced after you added me about Barbie. No, I'm after you'd said we're honest on this podcast <gasps> at the start. I was, like, I was never going to lie, but I, it did come out when I was in the middle of moving. Yeah. And it's just, I'm too, I need a torrent. Someone, yeah. Can someone send me a torrent? Oh, you know that I can. Thank you. Sorry. Back um, to the awards. Back to the awards. Pedro Pascal and The Last of Us. I didn't actually finish The Last of Us because it sort of creeped me out, but I did get on the Pedro Pascal hype train. Gwyneth Paltrow winning her battle with the (laughs) skier. (laughs) And, oh, the Beatles releasing Now and Then, which we actually spoke about on the podcast a few weeks back. Now, Belle, I know, oh, shit, do I? (laughs) I'm like, I know what my biggest pop culture moment out of these Ah, uh, do you? Yeah, you go. You're the expert. Okay, well, mine. I'm just here to be schooled. Mine has to be, and I'm sorry to the 
all the Hollywood strikers, but it's got to be Taylor Swift's era's tour. Yeah, it's yeah. I, we've just never seen anything like it. It's unfortunately, holding up the economy, it's holding up the economy. It's causing earthquakes. It's bringing people back into movie theaters. Oh, <laughs> isn't it's, it? Yeah. It's actually fucking phenomenal. Like it is. And to me, not that you've seen it, but it feels like an extension of Barbie. It feels like that girlhood. <laughs> Can you just wrap me up for the rest of the pod? I think it's not something to be embarrassed of. It's obviously you're just too analog. <gasps> yeah, okay. but actually, you are on a what? pop culture podcast, so maybe <laughs> maybe go and watch Barbie, and then we can do a Bell watches Barbie live stream. Live stream, fun, lucky everyone, lucky everyone. What's that's, your? There's this reflection of my unhinged year, though. Like, how did I not have time? I to, know, to see I know. Barbie? That's crazy. Yeah, I was writing a book. And running a company, but look, no excuse can be made. So was the person sitting opposite you. Yeah. What's your biggest pop culture moment of the year? Well, I was going to say Eras Tour because <gasps> yeah. of that. Like, yeah. it's astonishing yeah. to me. Like, and as someone who didn't grow up, doing <laughs> some huge reputational damage here, as a big Swifty, right? Like, I met Taylor in her full folk yes. era and, like, kind of dipped out and dipping back into it now. It's just... An incredible story of a woman who just slowly, slowly, slowly yeah. and then absolutely catapulted to the top. And, and like in her 30s as well yeah. after saying like a woman has to constantly rebrand herself otherwise she's just tossed to the side and now yeah. she's hitting her absolute peak. I know. I mean she's the woman of the year. She hasn't even had to get like a hedgehog haircut just to, to like make headlines. <laughs> oh, my God. I would honestly fall backwards off my chair if she if she got a hedgehog. No, but would you be like, oh, the representation I want to see in the media? Yes. Yeah. I'd do a huge think piece that would yeah. go viral, perhaps across LinkedIn and yes. TikTok. Yes. And um, Wow, if you could get those two audiences in one think piece, yeah. and we know it, you are a mastermind. That's what an ancient hawk would do. <sighs> okay, so the Eras Tour wins our biggest pop culture moments of the year. Now we're moving on to favourite trends, and everyone, honestly – I feel like a lot of people won't know a lot of these trends, so do not feel bad if you don't because they're really extremely online, some of them, and it's like brain rot that I even know what a lot of them are. Um, and if you feel excluded in any way from what Lucy's <laughs> done right now, uh, you know who to call. <laughs> yes, the ancient hawk. <laughs> okay, the, our favourite trends of 2023, we've got Tube Girl, TJ Mack. I don't even know if this is a trend. Maybe this is just another moment. But Pope in the AI puffer. Do you remember yes. the Pope in the AI puffer? I forgot about that. Don't worry, but um, the cockroach that was at the Met Gala. Favorite co- Halloween costume that I saw this yes. this year. Um, girl dinner and girl fucking everything. Slay. Green, red, and beige flags. Nepo babies had a big moment, especially at the start of the year. Selena Gomez in the blanket and on Twitter this went far. I was like, no, that's my abuela. from <laughs> Like that's a really old photo of her. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you actually sent it to me when I had a meltdown in the middle of the year. Really? <laughs> I put that one in, guys, yes. so you're welcome. Um, the return of Samantha Jones in the Sex in the City reboot and just like that. Now, this is something I'm not that across, but I know there was a feud and I know that it was big that she was back. It was massive. It was massive. She was back for one ep oh. and it, yeah. And? For anyone who follows, it's law. Yeah. 
Paul Meskel, everything, anything, and all of Paul Meskel. I mean, I feel like he is just soaring to new heights every yeah. year since normal people. Yeah. And even though he went through a engagement breakup this year with Phoebe Bridges, he seems to still be slaying. And him and Andrew Scott, I need to see that movie that I together. No, I know, I know, I know. He's such a like case study for like what the world wants right now, which no. is like a sensitive, feeling, hot. Irish. Oh, could brooding. drive you around in their car and fix a fucking shelf, Literally. but also look chic yep. and be and have read a book. Yes. Say, your book. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's coming out next year. <laughs> it's just like, tell me what more you want. Yeah. That and a girl dinner and I'm done. Okay. And then also, sorry, we really, I should have put some of these up in pop culture moments because at the end of favorite trends, we have. Rihanna, Rihanna. I was thinking a fourth wing. We have Rihanna's baby bump. Rihanna's baby bump red jumpsuit at the Super Bowl, and I forgot this even happened. Yeah, I put this in, guys. So yeah. I'll take full responsibility for that. I just feel like pregnant women have gotten way more visibility this year. It's shifted the dial from like I'm so I'm in a baby doll dress to like I'm fucking here on stage. This is part of my outfit. Obviously, Beyonce like really led the charge there, but for me, that was a real moment. So and sorry, everyone. That should have been up in pop culture moment. Can you tell we've got we've got nothing left to give? <laughs> we're, we're digging deep in the tank right now. Um, do you have a favorite trend out of these ones? This is so hard to choose, but I think like girl anything triumphs for me again yeah. because we're writing a lot about girlness. Yeah, at the moment, but I just oh, there's something so sick to me about just fully embracing being a rat girl not like having to uphold this sort of vision of perfection. And I love when the internet latches onto a language that feels freeing and mm. not like limiting or, or yeah, yeah. I, I loved that. Yeah, same. And I love when um, girl math came about and people were then like boy math is him. Um, not texting you back? Yeah, well, no, oh. What like, yeah, it's like boy math is him saying, I don't want to have a kid yet, but I also don't want to wear a condom. The math ain't mathing. Like oh, that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know if that was an actual boy math, but maybe. I That's harrowing. I, know. Oh, I mean, that will be our next TED Talk. Next TED Talk. <laughs> so Girl Dinner was Belle's trend, favourite trend of the year. Mine, 100% is TJ Mack. And so, Belle, I need to know if this means anything to you. Sitting, sitting is the opposite of standing. Sitting is the opposite of rocking around. I have said, I do know what you're talking about. Do you? You're lying to me right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> you said before we got on the mic, who's TJ Mack? No, I said before this episode, I had to research <gasps> who that was. Yeah. Did you love him? Or Okay, there's deep lore, and I actually didn't love him until he organically came up on my feeds because Ruby told me about him, and I was like, I don't get it. Oh, you like organic. You're more of an organic grocery kind of girl. <laughs> um, so TJ Mack and Girl Dinner – um, oh, fuck, TJ Mack is who I would invite to my last dinner. Okay, just as a side note, Lucy and I have been, like, really battling to decide who would be in our dream dinner scenario. We were having this conversation in our live um, events with our bookies and subscribers, and um, I said I hate these questions. I hate being asked what my favourite movie is or, like, what's your favourite food? It's like, What? But TJ Mack is on your final, your dream dinner. 
No, that was, Obama. A, that was a throwaway comment. <laughs> and no, Barack Obama's not there either. <laughs> Andy Samberg, though, everyone is there. And Belle's got a really good one. What, Cleopatra? Cleopatra. <laughs> Cleopatra, Andy Samberg. Well, I'm really doing the – I'm leaning into the ancient thing today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I also because it. um, I bought us Coronation Street-themed sober drinks to have at the podcast tonight. Um, so I've gone for a simple tonic and Lucy's honing a, a ginger ale. <laughs> and I said to Belle, God, this tastes like Coke. <laughs> she said, mm, you're welcome. <laughs> it's giving Deirdre. It is. <laughs> I woke up the other morning and went to Google something and the last thing in my open tabs was Deirdre Coronation Street. <laughs> no, thank you. And I was like, because Belle and I have been doing this thing where we like lie on the couch for hours and watch Gilmore Girls and like have these weird chats at the same time and I Google all this weird I guess it's called friendship. I guess it's called sisterhood. I guess like, it's called girl Marriage. Dinner. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, we're quickly going to flip to the celebrity breakups because uh, 2023 has been to, has been the year of the celebrity breakup. Um, I'm just going to run through a few, just a few, and there were heaps, but these are the ones that I knew of one person at least in them. That, Tyler- you, that you publicly mourned and <laughs> wrote a, a big status about, lots of stories. I, I don't <laughs> usually talk about this. but <laughs> This one really broke me. <laughs> So first of all, we have Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn who sort of, I don't know, I feel like kicked it all off. Snip, snip, good riddance. Good riddance to bad smells. Is that what they say? It is now. Yep. Um, Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Jackman. Weirdly, this one did rock my socks. (gasps) Not rock my socks, that sounds good. Blow my socks off. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I wanted to believe in love. I mean, God, don't we all? Yep. Britney Spears and Sam Ashgari. Sophia Bush and Grant Hughes, Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez, Sophia Vergara and Joe Manginello, Billy Porter and Adam Smith, Billy Eilish and Jesse Rutherford, Reese Witherspoon and Jim Toth, and of course Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Now I don't know if this is sadistic of me, but we're gonna pick our favorite <laughs> celebrity breakup. Love. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite celebrity breakup? Honestly. I don't want to be psycho, but I did see Sophie, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas coming. They break up. You're wow. shocked. Yeah, I am because I honestly thought they were in game. Yeah. No, I didn't ship them. Thank you. Great use of shippage. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. The witch in me was just like something's not right here. And I think she's phoenixing out of that. And do you know what? He probably is too. Yeah, he is. I've been seeing videos of him going viral on TikTok. What, just laughing and just being just like chill and happy? No, just like they're on tour and just, I think, doing the thing that he's good at on tour. Where are the kids? Um, I actually saw a video of them in the crowd watching him. Okay. But I'm not sure. But that's a great favourite celebrity breakup. Yeah, I just also think like I've, I've just seen clips of her sort of speaking about him when they were together in love and I just thought mm, mm. there's a something's there's a, holding you back here there's a caged bird in you and <laughs> I know why she ma- sings yeah <laughs> I think my celebrity breakup has to be Taylor Swift and Joe mm. because one because it led to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and also a brief Taylor Swift and Matty Healy which um is my Roman Empire mm, of the year I just fucking bet it is just everyone you need to know that um and I just think it gave all these other couples 
freedom to go public with their breakups. Yeah. Like I think because that was the biggest one, everyone was like, okay, let's all just announce. It was kind of like lockdown. As someone yeah. who broke up after lockdown too, you're like, oh, we're all the PR, the press release is going out. Great, great, great. great, great it's great. like, whoo, oh, we're all, we've all done it. We've all ruined each other's lives. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a full Phoenix wave after yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. And then so on the other side of that, we obviously have 2023's new celebrity couples, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. Still can't get over that. Ariana Grande and SpongeBob, a.k.a. Ethan Slater. Also can't get over that. Halsey and Avon Jogia. I'm obsessed with that one. Yeah. Avon. Avon? Avon Jogia? Sorry, Avon. Um, Kelsey Ballerini and Chase Stokes. I'm obsessed with them. Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner. As I live and breathe. Benny Blanco and Selena Gomez. Now, when I saw the news about Selena Gomez and Benny Blanco, I thought I got Benny Blanco and Bad Bunny mixed up. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I thought Bad Bunny was with Kendall. Anyway, he is. Alex Earl and Braxton Berrios. Anyone that's on TikTok will be across that. Um, Rosalia and Jeremy Allen White. This one shook me to my core. It's hot. Like I'm into it for that. Are you? Yeah. It's like okay. Are you I'm still. I'm still getting warming up. Yeah. Still warming up. Yeah. I can't mm, convince me otherwise. Oh, who do you want them both to be with? I don't know. I think I. This is me totally projecting, but I just have a. Th- I, I just don't have trust a- him. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say I have a thing for him. Uh, I I would have five years ago, okay. but now I'm an evolved therapized woman, mm. and I'm basing all of this purely on his character in the bear. <laughs> And um, Rosalia is just this hot fucking force of a woman. Yeah. But I'm open to my mind being changed. It's an open invitation to everyone to try. Yep. And I believe they will. And then we have quite an under-the-radar couple that just sort of seems to be chilling, Harry Styles and Taylor Russell. Who you love, right? Yeah, I think they're great just because he's sweet, she seems sweet, like, and they're just low-key. Yeah. I don't know. Something about a low-key couple that's like not making out at the basketball. Oh, my God. No, not having to make cup. a spectacle out of themselves. Wearing a statement boot in the front row like yeah. with a digital camera. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, favourite new celebrity couple. Have you got one? I think it's Halsey. <gasps> okay. They're yeah. a hot couple as well. So hot. Oh, I yeah. love them. Okay. Uh, mine has to be Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And like this is a Roman Empire moment for me and it's because I'm a gush romantic. But like Karma is a guy on the Chiefs. I know. Changing the lyrics of that song. Iconic. It's actually like a fan fiction. Like yeah. the Miss Americana and the football player. Yeah. And it's just they're forced to be reckoned with. And like I just love this is the like dream girl in me, just thinking about the moment where she was like, I'm going to change that lyric. Yes. And like that is such a contemporary profession yes. of love when you are ho- upholding the world's entire economy and you can do that. Yeah. It's like and I love more. And I'm just really happy that she seems to be with someone that's proud to be with <gasps> her and she's proud to be with him. There's like none of – like she's been hiding shit for years. She yeah. must just be so freed by it all. She's giving freed, yeah. freed bird energy, which is also a reference to the photos of her and Sophie Turner leaving a restaurant yes. just looking like having a fucking yes. gorge girls' night out. And so they should. Like yeah. she probably was sick of doing that in private. Travis Kelsey is teaching us something here. It's like – 
be cute. Go out on a limb. You never know what will happen. And yep. I just think in an extremely whirlwind, fucked up year, in many yes. sense of, senses of the world, A, analog, we've talked about this, but B, throwing a bloody line out and being cute and being vulnerable, look at where it could take you. Oh, and it's so true. Leap and the net will appear. That's exactly what Travis Kelsey did. Put a girl next to a Marcus Aurelius po- uh, poster and you just don't bloody know what's going to come. Oh, my God. Belle and I actually could have done a podcast about the um, stereotypical dude we sat next to at dinner the other night, but we won't for your sake. Um, I do just want to give some honourable mentions um, for some moments this year. First of all, I already mentioned it, but Maddie Healy and Taylor Swift – that what felt like a fucking fever dream and I barely remember it. Yeah. I feel like I made it up and like when you just mentioned it then I was like, did I dream that? I know. It feels like a fever dream. She's had a huge year. He's had a huge mm. year. Um the next one is Scooter Braun's clients <laughs> all coming out and dropping that motherfucker. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that. Snip snap. Snip snap. And then a a thing that happened this year that I really didn't care about. Yeah. The Selena and Hayley Bieber feud. Yeah. I saw it on every single listicle wrapping up the year. Really? Yep. And I was like, ugh, I just hate the idea of pitting two women against each other. I also hate the idea that it was so extremely online. It's so boring. Yeah. Like, it's so Like, let boring. them both live. Yeah. Yep. And I just thought, well, it's funny. The brand is called Shit You Should Care About. And I was like, <laughs> I thought I should say what I care about the least on here. Um, and honestly, I feel like I, I feel like there's things that we've missed and you should tell us the things that we yeah, missed yeah. because these were what felt important to us, specifically TJ Mack and specifically Harry Styles shaving his head. <laughs> I just want to talk about something and you're going to like laugh when I bring it up, but Barbenheimer. So like – the two highest grossing films of the year released same day. I know. That was incredible for this very one reason. It got people back in the cinema. Like, isn't that insane? Like, that is, I mean, their budgets were, I wrote them down, they're like $100, $150 million and there's like some of the highest grossing films ever made. But – in an internet time, no one's going out anymore. Like everyone's illegally torrenting, streaming. You had people making a cultural event out of going back to the movies. And it was such an interesting thing that happened in the same year that we had this SAG writer's strike. Yeah. And it's like this is the power of pop culture and making things and art has on our lives. And if we keep ignoring it, like we're just – we're just finding joy and finding connection is going to get harder and harder to do. I know. And I love that it like brought something that lots of people just torrent and do on their own from the safety of their beds or whatever. It like yeah. brought everyone back into the real world. Yeah. But then do you know what I love the most about Barbenheimer and then about Barbie? Barbenheimer, I love the memes, obviously. I love that yeah. it just became yeah. this fucking cultural moment and that people were like organising Barbenheimer dates where it's like, okay, we go, we have mimosas and then we watch Barbie and then we go and we have like rum and some like some heavier drinks and then we go and watch Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, sorry, fun yeah. and good for you. And like they dress up. Like I was seeing people wearing transitional outfits from pink to black. And yes. like it's just very cool and fun is very like dressing up for Taylor Swift and dressing up for Harry Styles, that whole joyful girlhood thing. But then I also loved um, the amount of 
film, not even critique, but just conversation. Like my whole TikTok was all people talking about the things that they took from, mostly yes. from Barbie because Oppenheimer it was like, well, it's kind of a historical thing. <laughs> like we know um, what happened. What I learned the most about the atomic bomb. <laughs> yeah. But I just thought it was so, it just like got all these people into writing like mini essays on their TikToks yes. and stuff. I don't know, it was yes. cute. Really cool. And like Killian Murphy's like acting technique was like really interesting. And obviously Barbie catapulted Greta Gerwig this Fairly indie filmmaker, you know, she shot Lady Bird. She oh. made Frances Ha, like some of my favorite films. Little Woman. Right? That's Girl Dinner. That's Girl Dinner, eating up all of Greta Gerwig's films in one night. A hundred percent. And then she's just like blasted into the mainstream. And it's, I think it's a really hopeful story of like independent makers. And like, let women make a fuck ton of money. Oh my let God. Let women make money yeah. 2024. Yeah. Also loved past lives, like how much that's exploded and watching Greta Lee come into the spotlight. Crickets. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, you've lost me. It's a film. It's an A24 film. Uh, yeah. I feel like this has just been, it, you're right, for a year that was sort of riddled with strikes which means that maybe we won't get quality content like this mm. for we'll have a bit of a break yeah. from it, which is okay because people have better conditions and they go back to make them. But it, it really did feel like a very content-heavy. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, the movie theatres. And even like Beyonce and Taylor Swift putting their films not on streaming services into movie theatres. Maybe so they are cool. the winners. Yeah. Maybe all the celebrities that broke up this year are the losers of 2023 and yeah. all the winners are the movie theatres. This is – okay – yeah. Do we think? We could be onto something. We could be onto something there. If any university would like us to like to commission a thesi. <laughs> a thesi. We don't have time to write it because we've got a book coming out next year, July. Um, <laughs> bye bye. Help us. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's super interesting. I love this. I'm going to think about this a lot yeah, now. Me too. Mm. Do you know what, everyone? I think this has been our last podcast of the year. I think we're about to wrap. It's been gorgeous. It's been chaotic. It's been really hectic. You've had us at the absolute top of our games and you've had us at the depths of... The bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the sinking shit. But it's been a year. It's been a massive year. It's a, it's a pleasure, a joy, an honour to be on the mic. I hope this is just funny and fun and I love reading like you're when you guys write in about like putting this on every weekend yes. feeling like we're sitting down yes. having a simple glass of house red and please leave those reviews we love reading them please rate it in whatever app you listen to share it with your friends do all those good things and you know what we will see you in 2024 I cannot bloody wait bye bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.